you never heard of. Hey everybody, welcome to the Common Folk Podcast with Ben, Morgan, and Andy. All right, man. Here we go again. <laughs> here we go again. Is that a white snake song? Is that what that is? <laughs> is it? <laughs> it definitely know. is. Yes. Yeah, it oh, is. There we go. Thank God. <laughs> All right. Somebody she knew. would know. Yes. I would, yeah. yeah. I, I wasn't sure, but uh, here we go again. On right. our own. <laughs> there you go. Is that how it goes? Yeah. Well, you also have to have like the white 80s car with the girl dancing on top of it in the big flowy oh, white man. dress. Like a, like a Thunderbird. Yeah. Like, yes. yeah. Yeah. Like a or Smoking Firebird. the Bandit type deal. Right, right. Yeah. I was, was trying to remember what it. What was that car? It was beautiful. That's when they used remember. to play like videos. I mean, it's eighties hair band. Like, yeah, 80s rock. Yeah. When we used to see actually yeah. music videos. It's like video killed the radio star, <laughs> and then later on in life, it happened again, but it was backwards. Okay. So <laughs> now everyone just listens again. So <laughs> putting me in the mood. Let's get this podcast started. Oh, there we go. There <laughs> we go. Here we go again. <laughs> so you didn't have a choice today. You had to go with the uh, silver oh. bullet. I did. I had to give no. it to him. Oh, no, no, no. Out of the course. I, oh. I got the. I got one of the last craft beers. Oh, you sneaking. Yep, that. yep. One of the IPAs. This is uh, from their series. Nebraska Brewing Company did a series that they kicked off at, during the summer. And this one's called Prestige Worldwide. What is it that is? after? Is it actually called yes. that? Are you yes. Look at the can. Me? I'm not kidding you. Yeah. Look at it. How have I not had that? I one know because you, you we, like it too. You it's think a that movie's great. It's a subtle uh, IPA for like people that aren't big into those IPAs. You know, it's not too offensive. It's, that's what it's totally called. Yep, they're they're big uh, Will Ferrell fans, <laughs> and they sponsored the uh, what's that F- 400 or 500 the Kansas City Speedway down in Kansas City. Talladega? Okay. Uh, no, it's not. No. <laughs> but it was, the, it was the NASCAR race. I was race. thinking of Talladega. same thing I would have said. <laughs> they, were da- they were down there, and they dressed up as Ricky Bobby and uh, the other guy. <laughs> oh, you said Kansas. Sorry. I- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that but, was Step Brothers, that uh, movie. Yeah. yeah, but you know what I mean? Right. They're, yep. they're big fans. Yeah, yep. those Step Brothers. And, okay. So anyway. But yeah, it was inspired by Will Ferrell and all of his fantastic movies. That's so, awesome. Yeah. I, d- I didn't even realize that the yeah, whole time. There you go. Good for those so, guys. And it's a pretty good beer. So there you Nebraska go. Brewing. Nebraska Brewing Company. Shout out. Yeah. Well, you should probably introduce this other beautiful lady's voice that we have on here. <sighs> yeah. I was going to say, uh, everyone's like, who, who is this? Who's this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jenny Tahowski. Oh, you actually you nailed the Boom. last name. I'm yeah. impressed. So yes, Jenny Tahowski. Well, and we have a lot of Kalkowskis, Kalkowskis. Yes. You know, you got to be careful. And I get it. I'm a Klassen, Clausen, Clayson. So is it Jenny with an I or a Y? I E I E. I-E. And legally, Jenny. My mom refused <gasps> to name me Jennifer. Okay. I, it was a thing. I don't know. I've asked right. before, and we just don't talk about it. It's like oh. those, <laughs> she just doesn't want to talk about it. She's like, "This is your name. Get she over it." She just knew fine. she was going to call you Jenny. Yes. So why? I name believe it was Jennifer? after a song. I got a small portion of a song. My mom said it was like Cotton Jenny or something. Okay. Oh, the, by by but, White Snake. Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. If you ask my sister, it was after the female donkey. So. Oh gosh. Oh, yeah. Jeez. What are sisters? That's a sibling yeah. thing, right? You <laughs> said. I'm, like, I've been in agriculture for a while. Is that what they call female donkeys? A female donkey's a Jenny, yeah. How did I not know this? I didn't either. Well, it, I've it is definitely Jen, heard so I'm that. So I'm Jenny, but it, it's more, I, I think it's actually spelled Jenny, but people say Jenny. Well, I don't think you're an ass. You would be one in... <laughs> Thank you, Classen. We'll just go with that. <laughs> no, but oh, my God. Jenny and I are co-workers. Uh, 
You could actually say she's my boss. Yeah. He is my saving grace right now, and I am very, very, very thankful for him. So real quick, and I think we mentioned it uh, maybe on a pot or two beforehand, but uh-huh. uh, Flood Communications ran into a deal where they need someone to help out with the morning show down in Nebraska City. So uh, I, you know, I wanted to know more and learn more. I thought it would be a cool opportunity for me to learn the board and uh, more into the radio industry because I just got thrown into live TV. That's my whole background. Mm-hmm. So uh, I said, all right, I'll help you guys for a couple months with the morning show. And, um, yeah, it's all worked out. It's pretty fun. I mean, getting up at 3.30 in the morning is not fun. And I all greatly the time, appreciate but... your dedication to us. <laughs> <laughs> That's and what you're... a lot of people don't realize, yeah. like, what goes into that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, getting out there. like, And it's and it's a serious deal. I mean, you uh, – the you call it sacrifice, whatever, that you have to do with your family, you know, mm-hmm. heading out at – Right, that time in the like. If I had to wake up at three thirty, four o'clock, oh, whatever. He it was. is not a morning person. This would not work. Get in the car, Joel. <laughs> forget forget, forget it. about it, dude. He can be up till midnight, but he ask him to get up early. If Woo. I if I could get about to like seven ish, mm-hmm. then I'm in decent shape. But okay. Yeah. Before that, no, no, no. Well, Morgan's face over here is like, He likes to hit 8 o'clock. Sure? Yeah. Well, that's all right. No, I would usually get up and would tag team at getting all the kids ready for daycare and school. Now it's and all on Ashley. Now it's all on Ashley, yeah. So there's probably more of a sacrifice on her side. I just, mm-hmm. once again, I just get to go hit buttons, talk, be happy. Oh, today's trivia question. Hey, you know. here's Andy. Yeah. <laughs> but he was that's, a saving that, grace because they don't yeah. trust me to be on air by myself for a very long so time. So you guys are so. on together. No, we actually, I used to be on air in the mornings with our old operations manager. Okay. Um, but when Andy came in, it just, it became a little bit easier for me to deal with the back end of things of all of like the sales portion, making sure that everything else on the radio station is running and just letting Andy do his thing. Okay, he's so you're by yourself. Because he's been doing a great job. Yeah. yeah. Is that tough? Uh, I don't think it's tough at all. You like to talk to yourself? Well, I, I view it like I'm talking to somebody driving down the highway. I'm like teasing. I'm, you yeah. know, but yeah, I guess I'm okay with being on my own by myself. Uh, and she's being modest. It's I have to hit less buttons. I have less chance of screwing up if I had if I don't have a co-host. That's that's where I think it's coming. Okay. Is that the life of a DJ? Like you're just imagining, like you're chatting with someone. Well, yeah, I guess so. Well, um, he doesn't have the full-on bugs. So, like, they say if you're in radio, there is a part of your brain that has full-blown dove into insanity. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't have the full bug because he's still half sane. Yeah. But, he, mm. yeah, <laughs> he's doing yeah. a great job. But, yeah. yes, radio is definitely, you know, we it's uh, we call it the disease, the disease of love. Really? <laughs> I've never we, heard that. Why? Well, and you'll hear it from, like, if you're actually in the radio industry. So that was, like, the big joke. So we had kind of, and probably jumping the gun, but we had talked before we jumped on the podcast that I had left for a little bit. And then I came back, and it's because, like, we joked I was infected with the radio love disease. Like, it's just radio is a labor of love. It really is. Like, you just have so many Mm -hmm. different avenues of things that you get to do, people that you get to talk to, things that you get to actually be a part of Uh that you just get overwhelmed and excited, and it just becomes a part of you. Really? Hmm. And and we got to go there. I'm I'm glad you went there. But I want to see if you can answer this question for me. because. I felt like I offended the guy that trained me because when Which I was one? you had two. Well, uh, the second one, the, the second, the one. big gun, Kay. the big gun. Okay, um, <laughs> so we'll make sure we're on the same page. <laughs> there we go. So uh, when I was when I was doing my voice tracks 
and, you know, introducing songs, saying, all right, news is coming up after the hour, blah, blah, blah. Um, I had a crutch word, and I'd always say folks. And I would say, hey, glad you're with us. Glad you're all with us. River Country, you know. And he goes, no, no, you got to make it personable. You have to say thank you. We're glad you are here. I'm like, that's okay and dandy, but I want to include everybody. I want to under, I want, like, I understand I'm on the radio. I'm talking to thousands of people. I want to include all thousand people, not just one. Yeah. And he, he just looked at me from across the desk, like if a look could kill. I'm like, and then it got quiet and kind of awkward. I'm like, I know you're right. I don't know anything about this. You know, I <laughs> like backstepped it. So I know you're right. I just want to know why I can't try to be more inclusive. Like, that's how I look at it. I'm trying to be inclusive. So now I, if you, you I'm trying not to bust out laughing because I've had that same look <laughs> given to me from him. So it is, it's just a different personality type. It's just uh, the type of speaker that you are. So right. for him, we're just going to say him. For him, it is very much, he is a one on one type. He likes to pretend like it's not just a, a board or a microphone. Like he's actually sitting mm-hmm. here, like I'm talking, like I'll turn and look at Morgan. So pretending like you were just focused on talking to Morgan the entire show. Now me and you, mm-hmm. we get behind a mic and we're like, I love everybody yeah. and I want everyone to feel included. So it's just, it's a pre- it's a preference of how you're going to talk to people is honestly what it is. Okay. There's no wrong way. Well, He's very adamant that his way is right. So what'd you but... settle on? Okay, so now. <laughs> <laughs> so did you do so, your own thing so is my now, question. now. <laughs> uh, I say, I want to welcome you and all of River Country. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You I feel like that's a great happy yeah. medium because yeah, that's like, actually. I'm being, I'm listening to him, but I'm being true to like how I feel. Because like, I don't view it as a one-on-one. I acknowledge that this is a, a big old, you know, station going out to Everybody. hundreds and hundreds of people, yeah. you know. Hmm. So like, and uh, a part of me, and I'm not saying it's the way it is, but. You're almost being inauthentic when you're just trying to like boil it down to a one-on-one conversation, like pull the wool over someone's eyes almost. Like I, I kind of take it as like forget that. I mean you're on a radio show. You're on the station's number one morning show. Play it like that. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. it, like you said, it's a total personality preference and it's just kind of how – I just began in this industry and started talking. So Well, and that is you got your start in TV. So TV is very much like you are usually surrounded by a mass of people. Mm-hmm. So it's very much like you can't just pinpoint one yeah. and be like, I am only talking to you. <laughs> you right over there. <laughs> and that's when you're when you're coming through the radio dials on someone's, you know, radio, whether you're in the car, or the office, whatever, they know that, mm-hmm. you know, our reach is in southeast Nebraska. We have northwest Missouri, you have south, northeast, south, southwest Iowa. Mm-hmm. I had to do the never eat soggy weedies because I'm grown and can't even tell my directions, but that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> so they know that there's so many different people that right. you're talking to. So it's it's all personal preference. Like, I, I'm the same way that you are. I like to be inclusive. I'm also, uh, we do a lot of different things within the organization to make sure we know what personality type we are as a professional. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm relationship-based, so I am very much wanting to make sure everyone feels validated, included, like it would be would walk down the street and call me their best friend. That is me. So okay. it's all all inclusion. Well, I just didn't want to be doing everything completely wrong and you do know. it the Andy way. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> what did he leave us with here? He ruined our morning show. <laughs> so at this Andy, at this point, like it's we have you or we don't have a morning show. So if you want to address everyone in River Country, you go for it. You, I you am a okay with that. So wait, I forget what happened to the person before Andy. 
So he had accepted another position in so, Minnesota. And then do you have someone coming in? I have a second round interview this week. Okay. So we're hoping that we will have the next awesome. step in process very, very soon. Got you. Good okay. deal. Good deal. Because Andy's like, wants some sleep back or will you miss it? Uh, I mean, yeah, I want my sleep back, you know. And but the, you've enjoyed I, it. I've obviously. really enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. It's fun. I, I like going to the office and talking with Amy and, and Dan. Dan Swanson, the newsman. Like you want to talk about having a bug? He has the news bug. Like if Dan, some, the newsman. I, yeah, that's Dan, right. the newsman. Yeah. Dan, the newsman. Dan, the He's like an institution down in Nebraska City. I'm not kidding. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and he worked for the newspaper, and I work, he's worked for the radio station for a long time. And he's one of those guys. I've talked to him a few times. You know, um, been at a couple different events with him. If something happens and he's not there to report it, it like eats him alive like mm. he can't mm-hmm. stand it mm. he has to be there yeah there are times where he like beats the police or the fire department to the scene like that's like <laughs> commonplace for Dan. yeah he's, very very much so, so I mean, from awesome. a from a like a first standard first responder standpoint you guys have access to all of the uh scanners and yeah stuff. the outgoing mm-hmm. communication mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so then someone hears something they're like let's go let's get out there real quick like they might be just it could just be a time where they're there available. They're like, let's hit it. Is so that how when, it works? Like we have our media passes. So Dan actually has access. He stays out of the way, of course. So he'll be able to get For pictures. Sure. Yeah. He waits until yeah. the actual danger's out of the way. And then he'll meet with either, you know, witnesses. He'll make sure they have the right people. Then he can meet with, you know, a first responder, whether it's the police officer mm-hmm. or, you know, an EMT that is on site or a firefighter. So it's just it's a respectful relationship that we've created of us being able to say what has happened, but also allowing them to do their Mm -hmm. jobs. Let me ask you a question from maybe, uh, maybe I'm revealing some information, but I don't think I am. (laughs) If so, what you're listening to, you're listening to like the overall scanner. So you're hearing like, he's an EMT just so you know. Well, I'm, I'm on, I'm on the local department. So I'm, so So I listen to things. Yeah. Bringing this perspective. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so you get that you get that communication or whatever. If the department switches over to what we call a, a tactical channel, then we guys, aren't on it. You don't get that. We so are you're not on so it. you're in the open. We're on the open. So okay. basically, any Joe schmo that sits at home and likes to know what's happening with everyone that can get the uh, scanner on their phone. Yep. There's apps now. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's the kind of stuff that that we hear. Okay. So when it does switch, if there is something catastrophic going on that they actually want to make sure that we have a certain piece of information, we'll actually get that directly from someone. Okay. So that we can either warn, like, you must stay out of this area. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is, you know, make sure we keep people out of this area. And for us, like, a tactical channel is more, the only reason for a tactical channel is that there's, um, that the the level of communication, like, the volume of communication is going to get upped. Yep. And so we don't want to flood the county with it. So then we get to a tactical channel where it's like, mm-hmm. th- it's just us on this. Yeah, we don't pry into what, like, we have the general information. If it's something that we feel we need to be present for to report on, we will go. If you guys switch over to that tactical tactical channel. Mm-hmm. We, and they talk code. Like, yeah. I, it's impossible like, to understand. It is a little bit, but it's oh, not over the top. One time yeah. he forgot a scanner and he was like, what are they saying? <laughs> <laughs> trying to text. Like, I'm, like, I'm so confused with what is going on. Can they just talk English, please? It's definitely a second language that they understand. Yeah, yeah. And they can just like fly by it. Yeah. But yeah. no, to us outsiders, like I, 
the GM of the radio station. I can't tell you what half of those things mean. Dan? Dan can. Oh, yeah. But he's the newsman. Yeah. So he listens to it. Yeah. That's cool. So you touched on it earlier, and it's what really drove me to want to get you on the podcast. Yeah. And it was one one of our first conversations, interactions we ever had. Uh, And you said, look, if you don't want to do this full time or or take over this or that, um, then don't then don't say it. Don't admit to it or whatever. You got to stay true to yourself Mm -hmm. and, and follow your own dreams, your own path. And you said, look, I gave up this radio life. Left it for a little while, and I I had to come back. So mm-hmm. I get it wholeheartedly. So I was like, wow, like good on you for having that realization. But what did it take, and like what drove you to that? Yeah. So I guess probably a little bit of background might be nice. So since you were just talking about Dan the newsman, mm-hmm. I've the joke is that I followed Dan. So Dan and I worked at the paper together. Oh, okay. So I started in marketing. My college degree was based around marketing. I wanted to be a book publisher, so that, of course, totally lived through the times that we are in now. But I that was my goal. Um, got into marketing, graphic design, went, um, got my pharmacy technician degree because I just did not know what I wanted to do with my yeah. life. I had not figured out how to grow up yet. Mm-hmm. The paper had an opening. I went and worked for them. I loved the interaction with people. Um, stayed there for a while. Mike Flood, the founder of News Channel Nebraska yep. and the 12 radio stations we have under Flood Communications, mm-hmm. approached me to come work there. He had already taken Dan over for news. So Dan and I, its uh, we've had a very long professional relationship and I admire him so much because I've never seen someone more dedicated to news. Yeah. But um, COVID was a really hard time for everyone. Mm-hmm. And my job when I was at B103 originally was the sales and promotions coordinator. So I handled all the promotions. I handled talking with clients, meeting with them, helping them with their marketing needs, creating you know ads, whether you're writing copy and doing all of that stuff. And COVID happened. And all of a sudden I was at home behind a desk. Ugh. I was sitting at my living room table trying to figure out how to deal with some of my clientele because, of course, the the customer base that I have is anywhere from someone who is near my age, around 36, mm-hmm. all the way. I have clients that are 86, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to teach them how to record an ad on their phone <sighs> or how to use email because they just hadn't gotten to that point yet because mm. they didn't have to. What would you have done, just real quick, to sidebar? Yeah. Because you were in, in the COVID situation, mm-hmm. so you're like, man, we need you to record this and send us to it or send that to us, what would you have done prior to that when everything was in the open? Would you would you have brought folks into the studio? Yeah, they would have come into the studio to record, or mm. I would have gone to them. Yeah. I went to a lot of clients. We have apps on our phone that actually create okay. really clear content, okay. and then we can just edit it with our programs back at the station. So that that piece was taken out that I couldn't go see them or they couldn't come to me. So a lot of the ads I just ended up recording myself hmm. because it was just it was too much um, for them. They were feeling overwhelmed. It. Yeah. it was, and a lot of the ads that we were running during that time were just, uh, you know, curbside pickup support, yeah. Yeah. figuring out how to do things. So, the moral of that situation is COVID killed my drive to do this job. Hmm. I got stuck in a rut. I was feeling like I was doing the same old thing and I needed a challenge. Mm-hmm. So I'd actually been approached. I wasn't looking at the time. I was going to figure it out because marketing was my love. And I tried to figure it out and I couldn't. I was approached to take on a general manager position for another business local. And I was like, I'm I'm ready for a challenge. I want to see something. I yeah. want to see what I can do. I wanted to test my limits. 
So I left. Um, I did the other position for about a year and a half and did it to the best of my ability. Um, did it to the point where it it broke me in a way. I have two small children and a fiance and I was tired. I was angry. I just, it wasn't a passion. Because it of was the survival. hours? It was survival. Oh, I mean, okay. the job itself, I was doing a fraction of what I actually love and so much on the actual operational side of things, but I didn't feel, Satisfied. you know, when you, yes, that, that feeling in your heart mm-hmm. where you just feel that, like that fire of just like, I did that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did that. Like one of the big things in Nebraska city, everyone knows is Applejack. Mm-hmm. Applejack mm-hmm. is massive. Mm-hmm. I survived Applejack with a business that is a major contributor for that festival. And at the end of it, all I could, all I could do was just say, Thank God it's over. Oh. And that was the worst feeling in the world. Yeah. So of, yeah. I was still going to figure it out. I'm, I'm a woman of my word. My mama raised me right. And it was always like you made a commitment, you stick with it. And I was yeah. going to figure it out. But um, Brad, my boss, had actually approached me that they were ready to expand the Nebraska City office with a full-time general manager. And they wondered if I was interested. So when Andy and I had that conversation, when Brad called me, it was that instant your heart starts to oh, race and it yeah. was like you're falling in love all over again. So even when you're doing something, you know, people say personal wise, like follow your heart, right? You got to follow what you love. You'll know in the end. Mm-hmm. So jobs should be the same way. We should never have to do a career mm-hmm. just because it's how we survive. You need to like love what you're doing. You have to feel every piece of you is fulfilled because then not only do you feel it, your friends feel it, your family feels it. Mm-hmm. My kids, I've been back November 1st. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. So just recently. Just recently. Oh, I got back okay. November 1st, and my kids looked at me. Uh, it wasn't even three weeks after I got back in the office, and my seven-and-a-half-year-old runs up to me and gives me the biggest hug, and he goes, Mama, I'm glad you're back. For Aww. my seven-and-a-half-year-old to do that. I could see that, too. Like, yeah. I just... Yeah. And it was one of those where, like, he hugged me. I was in the bathroom. He turns, walks out of the bathroom. I shut the door and start bawling. I'm sure, because you're making me like, get yeah. a little teary <laughs> just thinking about but it. But that's yeah. why, you know, Andy, yeah. he's been doing an amazing job on the morning show, and he is fabulous. He's great with people. He knows how to talk. And that's what, right, you know, like, can I hire you full time? Originally, that was the plan. We're like, we're just going to get Clausen behind the mic. He's going to get the radio bug and then life is going to be fine. But it's either it's either you catch the bug or you don't. And he's got so much ambition and drive for other things that I would at this point. Mm And, I've, and I don't know if I've actually said this to you, so I'll say it now. I <laughs> no. wouldn't even offer him a position at this point because it would start to dwindle a fire for other things that he's passionate about. Yeah. And I can't do that to someone professionally. But how great is that? I feel like on the other side because, mm-hmm. you know, originally you're like, oh, well, we just want him to be here. Of course, that's like your initial thought. Mm-hmm. But then once you actually met him, knew his drive and his passion for other things, you don't want to hold him back from those other things. Well, I think that's... I'm- huge of you like the leadership operational side when this opportunity came around you know brad andy ruback Mm -hmm. um our boss and i we all talked and it was like well he already works for news channel nebraska he already knows everything about like our you know we do look at our company as a family we're a much bigger family than we used to be right but you know he already gets it he knows how we are so Mm -hmm. this would be perfect perfect for us but not perfect for him so it's Mm -hmm. it just you go to the next strategy you look for something different 
yeah no mm-hmm. and, and it's been wonderful and it's a lot of fun and you know thank you for saying all those nice things um uh but i i looked at it as a learning opportunity and to grow and also just to help out the company mm-hmm. you know there's so many people that are just they're tied into what they do you know and just they're just looking and so narrow at what what's for me and i'd looked at this as an opportunity to step up and just help out flood communications and you, you did know? an amazing job. And, and to learn something, too. Like, it, I'm learning a lot. So, like, I am like I look at it like you guys, I owe you guys. You, like you're you getting benefit. Mean? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So you what know? are you getting from it that you think you'll bring to the other things that you do right so now? So I used to look at a board, and I still do a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, like, overwhelming. There's, like, 500 freaking buttons. Oh, I bet. There's just 800 like, lights. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like you're stepping in the cockpit of a, of a 747 or something, mm-hmm. you know? And now it's not so intimidating. It's like, okay, I know I need to hit this, 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 and then now we're on. Okay. You know, so like, and that's that's seriously what I, I wanted to get better at that type of stuff. And to, you know, just develop my voice a little bit better and, you know, uh, carrying conversations, interviews, all that stuff. You can yeah. always get better. So right? are you singing now? I'm not singing. Singing. I'm singing. kidding. You said well, develop his voice. That I like well, that. <laughs> it just made me think and maybe Andy could be a singer. You can have like the the Andy Clausen morning serenade on B one oh three. I love this. Well, I, I love thought, this. Don't we I thought we wanted to like get get <laughs> listenership up. Not, I think I need to wake up just to turn the station on to hear oh my him. God. <laughs> Sounds fun. Well the one thing I will make him feel a lot better about what he's accomplished because he like he said he originally came in T V side, which is very, very different. Okay. But radio side, what Andy is doing every single morning, I'm the GM of the station. I can't do what he does. I do not know how to get us like live on air because hmm. mine is more in the background. Like gotcha. I'm handling all the numbers, all the other stuff. So, and like I said, they don't trust me to go live on air. So it's just best if you don't teach me because then <laughs> I can't do it. Right. I have a little bit of a sailor mouth. Well, I mean, I'll be honest, even this morning, uh, you know, I, Recorded the voice track, so you know I most of what I do. It I record it and then it it actually plays live twenty minutes later. You know, so I got that window to in go back. In case you mess up, right? Mm-hmm. In case I do uh, bust out the sailor, <laughs> you know, <laughs> mouth or whatever. But uh, hit hit go hit send, get it over there, and then a screen pops up with the big red X and like that's not right. You can't go through. I'm like, whoa, what is this? Never seen this screen mm-hmm. before. So I text the guy, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what is this? And he, you know, nonchalantly texts me, like, oh, just, you know, fix it. <gasps> but you didn't know what you did wrong? Yeah, I have no, like, you know, but in his head, he's like, well, that's just, that's just, you know, he knows exactly what that is. Mm-hmm. And it is. It was just an easy, quick fix. But I have no clue. Right. And that's where you just, it's, it's almost like a military, you got to take on like a military personality where you can't get too riled up. Otherwise, you're not going to figure it out. You're right. just going to be stressed out. So I'm just like. All right, I'll just re-record it, or you know, maybe try to back out of it, or we'll see what happens. But I did figure it out. <laughs> even like the he that we're talking about, he's young. Yeah, he's younger. Yeah, but he's been in the industry for twenty years. He started in high school. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so like for him, it's second nature. So even when right. I've had conversations right. with him, I'm like, I don't live this like you do. Yeah. Stop, rewind, explain. Well, he kind of reminds me of like, you know, a professional like basketball player usually makes a terrible basketball coach. Mm -hmm. Because like, yeah, just just go out and score 20 points, Mm -hmm. you know, win the game, make the shot. You know, it's it's not that easy. Break it down (laughs) for me, okay? If I could make the shot, I would. (laughs) But it's, it's, they all operate differently because like his, you know, the predecessor that went off to Minnesota for the new opportunity, Uh everything he did was live. 
So oh. it was always like waiting because you're watching our, they're called logs. So you're watching as these commercials, songs come in and you're just counting down time until you hit that live button. There is the, there's no five second delay. Like that is a myth. There is no five second it's delay live. on anything. It live is, is live. live. Yes. And Marcus was awesome. I love Marcus. I mean, his energy was through the roof. Like, Aah! you know, he was, like, yes. he was that type of morning guy. Like, I can't keep it up like that. His you know? cackle. Oh, his cackle. If yep. you were not awake when you tuned into the morning show, you were now because he, he's got a cackle. I have a cackle and he makes me look puny. It was uh, a contagious laughter, though. And the way that he laughs, it's sincere, mm-hmm. and he means it, and it makes you it makes you feel good about yourself. Right. Like, feel it. All right, I guess I'm funny. Yeah. Thanks, Marcus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the biggest thing, like, with radio being in this industry is that a big part of our job is making sure that the other, like, the, the person on the other side that is listening through, you know, whether it's a stereo or even if, like, mm-hmm. doing an interview when they're in the actual room with you. Right. You need to convey in a way to make them feel like they are the most important person that you're talking to because mm. that's how you make the connection and that's the biggest thing with us being you know river country based is the big thing with b103 mm-hmm. we cover rule yeah so that's why our following has kind of stuck with us and very very thankful for them because we pay attention to all the little stuff and it's because mm-hmm. that's what matters to us that's important to them yeah, yeah i don't care about lincoln or omaha i really don't it's the, I want to focus on South of Auburn. Yeah. I want to come up here and see you guys. Yeah. You know, right in Plotsmith, Beaver Lake. Like, mm-hmm. those are the areas I want to focus on. We're talking about B103's listening area, River Country. Ooh. <laughs> totally tell us <laughs> an announcer. Is that what you say? Such an announcer. <laughs> I don't do it over the top like that. When we started the, this podcast, <laughs> I wanted nicknames for everybody and my... Like immediately for him, I was like, yeah. "That dude's radio voice." <laughs> That's where we're putting him. Yeah, I'm not sure what she's gonna be. I'm not sure what I'm gonna be, but radio I, voice. I right can there. Pull, I can pull off a radio. He voice. Does. So. He does. He has the good, <laughs> the good voice. He's got it down. And it is funny how it's transitioned over the years. So even before my career in radio started, like you had your your Harry Carries. Like we've talked mm-hmm. about that, where it's very like the wow wow wow, and it like pops and it exactly (laughs) and now like they expect you to just be in our area especially a little bit more normal a little bit more like the podcast like how we're talking now yeah yeah. because when you get into the bigger markets is where they get more animated or more uh, niche market whether you're on like Mm -hmm. a rock station or whatever it is it just kind of depends on the area that you're in yeah and, I, and I've heard a lot of people with with Marcus, he's a high-energy guy. Oh, yes. And I was talking with someone like, oh, I'm just trying to keep the wheels turning, you know. And they're like, no, no, we really like you. Uh, Marcus was just so amped up. You know, when you turn on the radio at 6 a.m., I don't know if you're always ready for that type of energy. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because yeah. he comes at you. You know, I love it. Uh, but I could see where... Dude, I just rolled out of bed. Stop mm-hmm. yelling at me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I, I get it. You're happy. I want to be happy too. But, That's <laughs> but it's what... also like the way that he talked on the radio showed a lot of how he was raised. Oh, yeah. Because he started afternoon, late night rock station. So a lot more amped up. You can mm-hmm. be loud. You can say certain things we can't say on the radio. But, <laughs> you know, it was very, you had to have that power. And that's just how he was raised in radio. So yeah. even coming and doing a morning show, like you can't quite lose that. Because him trying to be calm, I can't picture no, that. No, no way. 
Nope. Like I worked alongside him for three years and I cannot. Nope. That does not happen. When you talk about the radio or news disease, like Marcus has it. Oh, yeah. He has it bad. Like he's he, he belongs behind a microphone. And he went know. to Minnesota. Yes. And, and he's I, doing good. He is. Okay. He is. He actually. Have you listened to him? Like, is he on a new show so in the morning? He took a turn that some radio folks do that it shocks us all. And sometimes it works out and sometimes Uh-oh. it doesn't. He's off air. Oh. So he took a GM position. So he is essentially doing my job now in Minnesota. Oh, do you think he's just going to miss being on air? I really do. He's been calling some games because we stay in touch. So he's actually known to like from my kids as Uncle Marcus. Uh-huh. So like we still t- stay in touch. He was sending the boys pictures the entire way he was driving up to Minnesota. And he's calling games but he's doing the paperwork side so like what I do where it's like we have these promotions we have to do it from this time to this time I've got this staff that needs to handle this these are where the numbers are at because we are a business you have to pay attention to the operational side of things so he has flipped and he's not the on-air personality anymore and I think it's still a bit of a shock but so far he's excited because it's new you get excited when it's new Mm -hmm. so I, I hope I hope that it works out I think he's going to miss being the personality. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. really, really do. Well, I just yeah, was thinking Minnesota is such a big market. Yeah. So that's why I didn't know if he... And he's got... So it's a cluster of three. Mm-hmm. See, I told you I was going to talk with my hands and I was going to hit the table or the you're, mic. You're, you're <laughs> handy. Yeah, you're handy. You're handy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but he's got a rock station. It's in Grand Rapid, Minnesota. So he's right south of uh, Bemidji. Mm-hmm. So there's like this he huge know, area that he is covering with his stations. I think that's fairly close to the Millennial Farmer. Is it? Because he's talking Bemidji. about Bemidji a few he does, times. Yeah, so. I think okay. you're right. I think they you're do right. like car racing around there. So yeah, yeah. we have a bobblehead of yeah, Zach. He's out, he's out <laughs> here somewhere. Yeah. One of our brands. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah. I uh, all the things that you've been talking about. One of the things that I'm I'm very curious about is you're in management, mm-hmm. obviously, right? You're running this place and. Um, a few of the things that you've said and kind of how you run your show, I think totally makes sense and how you treat people and how you recognize skill sets and so on and so forth. Where do you think that came from? Like how, how did you get that? My way of working really came from, I was raised by my mom, my grandma and my sister. Okay. So I come from a single parent home. Like my dad was around, saw him randomly, but it was just we were with mom. Mm-hmm. Sister is five years older, and she just kind of helped raise because being a single mom is hard. And I saw how my mom worked so hard all the time, and she missed certain things, and she couldn't do certain things because she had to clock in and clock mm-hmm. out. She had to make you know bills had to be paid, kids had to eat, she had to take care of us girls. The one thing that I always noticed, even growing up, is how sad my mom looked all the time. And it's because she just did a job to survive. And it was it was one of those jobs that you could leave. You could leave and no one would have noticed. Okay. No one would have cared. They would have found another number to fill that position. And then my mom, when I was in high school, she got offered a position to go out to a hospital in Ainsworth, Nebraska. And they were going to pay for all of her training to work in a lab a lab. I mean, that was a huge opportunity mm-hmm. for her. Yeah. So my freshman year, I was like, yes, let's go for mom. So we picked up, went out there. And then my mom saw, like, I saw a switch in my mom because then she had a boss that was asking how she was doing. Mm. 
and making sure that she understood like what her job actually did to make things better. And I actually I could see that. And I think that that I've actually never thought about that. But like right when you asked me, that was the first thing mm-hmm. that popped yeah. into my head was watching my mom be mistreated and then watching what happened to her when it was she was treated right. Hmm. And so I've always been the relationship person. Mm-hmm. I've always been the one that wants to like make that connection. I want to know about you. I want to know like how you function and how I could make things better for you. And I mean, if you ask a therapist, it's probably they're probably going to tell you that I'm just looking for love. I don't <laughs> no. know, but <laughs> no, you, you are you are crazy. Yes, I mean, you got to admit, but but no, I certifiable. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I I love the distinction there, and I do think you have to enjoy what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And just as you told that story about your son coming up, and give you 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 saw that in your mom. Um, and it's it's one of those things where we always think of, oh, you know, we got to love this, got to love that. And you, you just put on a personal level with your spouse, your girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. No, it's got to go and it should go into your professional career, your day to day job. That's where you spend most of your time. You spend more time at your nine to five than you do with your family, like mm. most people, mm-hmm. you know. So like, God dang it, <laughs> you know, make it count. Yeah. You know, do something you enjoy, do something that matters to you. And that's what happened when, shout out Ainsworth, my old stomping grounds up there, north, central, northeast, Nebraska. The Bulldogs, right? <laughs> yes, the yes, Bulldogs. Yes, They always had a good basketball team growing yes, up. Yes, they so. did. Yep, yep. So uh, I think that's very interesting, like just bringing that perspective to management. And I think what you're touching on is kind of that uh, that whole deal between like emotional intelligence and just kind of IQ, you know, back and forth, like just trying to figure out how, how do we place people? Like, how do we, how do we keep people motivated? How do we keep people happy? Mm-hmm. Those kinds of things. Cause I feel like you have a, um, an, an, an entrepreneurial kind of mentality, mm-hmm. but that you're bringing it to a business and, you know, for a business owner, from a business owner standpoint, you know, myself, I, I like I look at that. And if you can get that kind of personality into your organization, that's huge. Yeah. You know, where that person can understand here's all the things work because it, bottom line, like we always talk about numbers. We talk about production. We talk about, you know, whatever the case may be. But really bottom line is what people are doing mm-hmm. you know haven't like who are the people and i feel like you're pretty focused on that and like in tune to it on the little things that you've talked about so far no that's when you said the entrepreneurial i can't even say the word right now but being an entrepreneur like my my personality goes that way i am a squirrel that is the only way i can describe <laughs> it i am all over the place i am see the shiny thing and i'm distracted So I could never run my own business, but what I love about this industry is that I have my hands in so many other different businesses because of the clients that I help. Mm. I never, I never think of them as clients. I call them partners because I want, I want to work with them. I Mm. want to know how they function so that I I can help. So with, with what you're saying, like it is very much, I'm in this industry because I get to work with so many different things Mm -hmm. and it feeds that part of my brain. For sure. Yeah. Well, and I think it takes a personality like that in that spot, you know, to be good, to make sure that everyone's kind of yep. getting the attention they need and and to just make it the ball bounce the way it should be. Did I get optimal. that in writing? My mom might appreciate seeing that my insanity actually serves a purpose. That <laughs> yeah. might be great. 
your your mom's one of our biggest fans on the Common Folk podcast. She mentions us all the time. I think I saw her comment yep, on yep. that. She got a free T-shirt because she yeah. wrote in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she knows Jenny, and now Jenny's on. Yeah. Well, you're and you know you're so valuable. That's the thing. Is really like your company. You know, like Ben saying, is so lucky to have you. Thank you. I appreciate. I that. mean, and that good for you. Well, and them, I guess that they came to approach you to bring you back. How huge is that? Because they could have, I mean, you guys could have cut ties and then you could still have been at that. Well, that was even when I left, they understood. Yeah. The last thing that my boss and the CEO of the company said to me is, we understand that you have to try this. Just remember, you always have a home. And when you walk out these doors, we will part as friends. How huge is that? I never forgot that. Yeah. And I still saw them randomly throughout the year and a half because we still did business together. Yeah. I was running a business that I needed to utilize them. And so when even when I would see them, huge hug, yeah. never any hard feelings. Mm-hmm. Like the heart that Flood Communications has behind it, true. It is yeah. an absolute true love of the people that work for them. They will do mm-hmm. anything for you. I think that's, you know, when Andy and I talked earlier, you know, last week, whatever it was about this particular interview and how this mm-hmm. is going to go and so on and so forth. The point was, is people people finding their way, getting into their niche, mm-hmm. um, making the the tough decisions that are necessary to get yourself on that track that you want to get on. And I think that's definitely what we've talked about is that that's what you've done. Obviously you've done a a number of different things to just like take a risk, get out there, do, I mean, I'm going to go do this now. I don't know how it's going to work, but I'm going to go do this, Mm -hmm. you know, that kind of thing. And hopefully that motivates folks to understand, like you got to keep going towards what makes you happy. I I don't know. I, I could, I, there's no count of how many people that I know, that are doing what they're doing every single day and just like, man, it's just the daily grind. It's mm-hmm. like, I got to do this. I got to get this paycheck, I, yeah. you know, whatever. And while what, n- no matter what you're doing, it's never going to be always like the best thing ever. Like there's always going to be things, you know, that oh, you're going to There's days into. where you just want to run your head into a wall and you're like, why am I doing this? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Yeah. hundred percent. It just is what it is. But if in the end you can look at it and you can, I, we talked about it earlier. We said getting that satisfaction, getting that that comfort, mm-hmm. that understanding of when you get yeah. done. It's a, at the end of the day, it was a job well done. Yeah. You're proud of it, hundred percent. Hundred percent. The pr- pride is is mm-hmm. a huge thing to me. Mm-hmm. So you you get that done and and you just go home and you're like, man, now I feel good, and I'm moving on and let's get ready for the next day. Yeah, that's uh, that's a big deal. And mm-hmm. and the way you know when you the first time you signed off, you know, and you, you know you hugged it out with the general manager and her owner and everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something you know my sports background that really good head coaches always do. They always promote their guys. So if you have a really good offensive coordinator and he has aspirations to be a head coach, man, you're helping him find that spot. You're you helping should, him, yeah. And that's how you should do it. You shouldn't be selfish, and yeah. the good coaches aren't. They're promoting their guys, trying to propel them forward, and they leave on good terms like, hey, man, if anything happens, and a lot of times, because it's a coaching carousel, the original coach gets fired and the young buck can pick him back up. You know, oh, like that happens yeah. a lot too now. But hopefully you know. there's not some animosity there. Right. But I'm That's saying the good ones move. aren't. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. good ones don't. There's no animosity there. It's all about people mm-hmm. and helping good people. Yeah. When you were talking about timelines 
And I think that is one of the biggest mistakes that people can make. They feel that there's this certain timeline that they have to achieve a certain goal. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to be this by the age of Mm, 26. Right, right, right. I mean, of course, my goal as a college girl and high school girl, I always wanted to be the boss lady. Like, you want to be the boss lady. It took me till I was 36. I also left a job that I thought was where I was supposed to be to try an opportunity new in my gut at the time. Like, yes, this is going to be it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Wasn't. Went back and ended up being better for leaving and coming back. I can Mm, now do my job better Mm. because I left and saw something else. I saw Mm -hmm. what didn't make me happy, what didn't put that passion into me for my family, for just everything. Mm -hmm. I think that's an extremely important lesson for not only the individual that was yourself, but also for the people that are running the business to understand the fact that from your standpoint, I'm I, I'm, I'm not totally comfortable. I need to try something else. I need to do this, whatever. Like go out, venture out, do your thing. It's it's like that old saying, like, um, let it go. And if it comes back, it was meant to be, mm-hmm. right? But is that the same as like the grass is always greener? You weren't thinking that no, there was something like, it's, better? It, it's definitely. I mean, in a way, I thought, yeah. but it was also. Is, is it? No, 100%. That's, okay. what I'm yeah. gonna, that's the second part that I'm going to get okay. to is that the people who are in charge can recognize that and watch that person and say, I understand in the back of my mind that you see something greener. I'm mm-hmm. going to let you go out and do it. That's the point of okay. if it's meant to be, let it go. And if it comes back, it was meant to be. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. Okay. okay. So so you see that. So, at, so two points. One, the individual yourself. I need to go out. I need to venture out. I need to figure out my thing. And then I'm going to figure out what I'm going to do. And two, the folks running the show – don't get pissed. Let them do their thing. You're kind of like, okay, go yeah. ahead. We'll see if you come back. Like, yeah, but, yeah, but it's not, not like that. Not, not like, a bad way, yeah, but like, yeah. good for you. It's right. like letting your children go figure life out. Yeah. 100%. Because yep. yeah. the bosses yeah. that That's I have true. to this day were still my bosses when I left. Yeah. And if like the, my direct boss, Brad, it's always a joke that I am his quote unquote daughter. He signs my company Christmas cards, dad. Oh gosh. <laughs> and so it was, it was the joke. Oh, that I feel when, so bad for you. <laughs> It was the joke that when I resigned, he was like, I had to watch my daughter go make a mistake, hoping yep. she'd come home. There you go. Okay. Yep. And so, and it's, it's and what it's, happened. And, and I never believe in mistakes. Like I, my mm-hmm. like personal mantra, like I have no regrets. Yeah. I will never have That's a regret. Great. Yeah. Because you learn something from everything. Yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it's not in, I told you so. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's, you're right. Yeah. It's not. Okay. It's in, do your thing. And then when you come back, you're going to be better for it. So then let's let's go. And he let's went go. out on a limb. He called me thinking that I was fine because oh. I was lying. I was I was ashamed at the time that yeah. I wasn't happy. Like I left and I wasn't like it oh. wasn't a fit. Yeah. So he thought it was fine. But he went out on a limb and was like, we want to talk. But is this worth it? Like, is it wasting your time? And I said, well, I have respect for everything you guys have done for me. I at least want to hear it. And then as. Time went on. They realized I was you're like miserable, and, down, and I'm like, and yes, like, yes I'm no, gonna come home, please, Dad, let me come home. <laughs> but, but you hit a point there that I'm glad you did because I, I wanted to ask, but I didn't want to ask ten questions at once. But how are you able to sidestep that? What you just mentioned, the pride factor, because I feel like a lot of people mm. would go yeah. back or would make a move mm-hmm. if they could just let their stupid pride get out of the way. Yep. What does you, it gain you? Know you? I mean? Well, 
being too proud, what does that gain you? <laughs> like that's the You got to admit somebody else was right. Yeah, 100%. I mean, you got admit right. that you got to admit to you and yourself that you were wrong. Like that's So many people don't want to exactly, be wrong. Exactly. It's yeah. so tough. What made it so easy for you? I am stubborn through and through. I am the girl that likes to mm-hmm. be right. But so should have been tougher. But mm-hmm. the way that I viewed it and I don't know if this will make sense, but I did the right thing for me. Okay. So me admitting that I wasn't in a good spot, that I needed to switch and go mm-hmm. back to the career I was built for mm-hmm. to be better for my fiance, for my kids, for my family in totality, that made me right. Okay. I was wrong for leaving, but I still wasn't wrong because I learned so much from yeah. that other business. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I cannot even thank them for the amount of stuff. And I still have a great relationship with them. Yeah. That is the other thing that so many I'm, professionals do not take into account and never burn a bridge. That is the worst thing you could do for yourself is burn a bridge. And you yeah. got to learn something from the other side too. Yeah. You know, you, you're not selling to a business. You're the business being approached. I yes. think, I think understanding it from both sides is It huge, was fun to see know. the other side. I've always been the person like actual, like giving the proposal, right. putting things together. It was really fun for yeah. me to see them bringing me stuff. And then you get to look at it and you're like, ooh, I get to tell you no. Like, right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's good. And did, well, I bet you were just like measuring up the picture like, oh, this is when they'll, they'll come with A. And then when I say no, they'll come back with B. And then they'll add a little bit more on top. Oh, marketing companies hated me. You, uh, you, they had, called, you had it down. And they're like, wait, your name sounds familiar. Uh-huh, I'm like, well, I uh-huh. used to work for Flood Communications based on Nebraska City. They're like, oh, you're that Jenny. Like, mm-hmm. I'm that Jenny. <laughs> and so it was like, and a couple of them straight, like, right away, they're like, I'm not even going to waste your time. This is what it is. Yeah. And what they didn't like is that I could break those packages down to know what exactly the spot rate was. Right. Like, are you oh, trying yeah. to shine the glitter in my eyes? Yeah. Because you think I'm naive. Like, you didn't get away with anything. Yeah. And I mean, this was, like, from outside companies because Omaha yeah. and Lincoln those marketing companies are famous for coming into small towns and being like, we're Omaha and Lincoln and we have all the glitter that nobody else has and you have yeah. to pay more for it. No, you don't. Yeah. yeah. It's, Your yeah. little Applejack festival, it doesn't really mean much, even though we want to be here. But right. Anyway, yeah, right. You know, you know, yeah. You got to right. see through it. <laughs> so uh, should we do a toast? Dude, let's do it. Let's do it. So uh, first of all, thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. This was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. It's a very it's very interesting topic. We I don't think we've tackled we've tackled a fair amount of like entrepreneurs like going out on your own doing your thing. And I feel like you kind of did that, but also did it within an organization that allowed you to be almost an entrepreneur like to to make decisions for yourself yeah. and to and to bring your own um, personality and and ideas and so on and so forth, which is awesome. That's a that's a shout out to this mm-hmm. particular organization, mm-hmm. which makes sense why you've been involved with it. Yeah, and they just keep allowing me to do things for them. So, right, yeah. right. So so shout out to them as well uh, for what they've done. Um, the point I think the whole point of this thing is uh, get like get don't don't settle. Like get, do what you want to do mm-hmm. and you're going to figure out how to make it happen. Take and it's the risk going to because fate isn't solidly defined. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. And running yeah. your own business or whatever the case may be, I, f- I feel like that gets um, 
kind of like glamorized a little mm-hmm. bit. Yes. And yep. that's not mm-hmm. always the way to do it. Like no. figure out something that works for you. And, and that you enjoy. Oh my gosh. That's, mm-hmm. And that's the main that. thing. It's yeah. so That's true. the main thing. Yep. And, yep. And we've touched on it and I would just want to put it out there. Security through a nine to five or this or that. It's a farce. There's no such thing as security mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. in a job or this mm-hmm. or that. So like, man, yep. make it something you enjoy. I don't 100%. care if, if it is a nine to five. Great. Like I'm on board. You know, I worked a nine to five for a long time and I got along just fine with my coworkers and was having a good life, you know, um, but just make sure you enjoy it is, I think, the biggest thing here. That's the bottom line. Like, that's yeah. the most important thing. The the more and more I'm around and then, you know, that I get the opportunity to to listen to folks' stories like yours, the more and more that I learn, just get – just 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 don't quit trying to drive towards what makes you happy. Right. Because mm-hmm. if it's not, like – I mean, you might do it for 20 years or whatever and that's the <coughs> thing. But at the end of it – what do you yeah. got, you know, so, yeah. um, but yeah, man, without, without, uh, any more of that, we've got a couple of things. Um, we've got a couple of folks that we work with, so we want to chat with you a little bit about that. So if you check out this table here, it's kind of a cool table. It's One, beautiful. Yeah. She mentioned it before I mentioned we went as on. soon as yep. I walked in, I was like, this <laughs> table is gorgeous. Right. It is awesome. Right? Yep. So a good buddy of mine here, uh, locally built this thing. And him and I thought, like, let's have this cool little secret area on this table. So let me pop this thing open for you. Oh, I'm excited. (gasps) Yes. Here we go. Yes. A little speakeasy. (laughs) It's the best Monday I've ever had. (laughs) (laughs) We do it right right on the comments. That's right. right. So (laughs) down here in the middle of this table, we've got a, uh, a little hidden compartment. And there's two companies that we've been working with excuse me, from the beginning that have, uh, that make a super quality product and are good folks. Uh, and that is Cooper's Chase. So we've got Cooper's Chase bourbon and Cooper's Chase vodka. So this is a Nebraska organization. And she knows all about Cooper's Chase Oh, you do? Yes, I do. Yeah, I didn't know that. I saw a bunch of Cooper Chase stuff when I stepped into the office. They uh, help sponsor a uh, it was a Bloody, Bloody Mary, Mary competition for oh, Applejack last year. So Marys. yes, I'm like, you know, Doug. Doug's the man. He's mm-hmm. been on. He's been on the pod. Yeah. Well, and what I love, yes, like, yep. sorry, now I'm gonna geek out marketing wise. Their logo, it is, and good. their labels mm-hmm. are so simplistic Solid. and beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Oh mm-hmm. my goodness. Yes. Actually, this stood out to me the other day. I was in the alcohol aisle at Hy-Vee, and I had never seen it. And it, mm-hmm. I saw the bourbon one. Oh, yeah. they were there. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Uh huh. Yeah, yep. he's doing he's doing good things. Yep. yep. So Doug's solid dude. He's been here. Um great drinks, so we've got that. And then number two, we've got these handmade copper cups from a company called Handlebend here in Nebraska. Wow. O'Neill. O'Neill, Nebraska. O'Neill. There, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> so check that these thing are out. Beautiful. Oh, that's a beautiful weight. It's heavy. Oh, it's huh? a beast. You know it it's is. real. You know it's real. It is a beast. Well, I mean, it is the home of the Irish, so you know they know how to make a drink in glass. Ainsworth is around O'Neill, so she knows. Yeah, we 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 talked about this. We did talk about this a few podcasts ago. We were talking about the Irish thing. Yeah. Yeah, St. Paddy's Day in O'Neill. It's a thing? It's a bucket list item for Nebraska. Like, it's just fun. So we should go. It is. It's a lot. We need to go. We have uh, worked with these boys from the beginning. They make a super quality product. It's all handmade. Um, 
I mean, obviously, you can feel it in your hand. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, good dudes, check out handleben.com. Um, if you want to get like, if you want to get a super unique gift for somebody, you're not going to beat this. No. Yeah, we're going to get into that in a couple of minutes. When I was looking, your guys' logo is actually printed on the front of this, and it is absolutely, it fits the aesthetic of the glass itself, right. uh-huh. but it's yeah. true to you guys, and it's clear. 100%, yeah. 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 Thank you. Yep, so they customize that. You know, I mean, they they uh, they make it happen. So first thing we're going to do is have us a little drink. There we go. Hey, hey, hey. Bourbon or vodka? I'm Which in, one? I'm going to do bourbon. It's been a long time since I've had bourbon. I'm going to go with bourbon. Yeah. All right. I'm going to do a little bourbon, too. There yeah. we go. All right. We're going bourbon all around, then. I just want a little swig. Me so too. we're going to get a little bit of that Cooper's <laughs> Chase. Yeah, I can there pick it up. Bourbon. Get some more. Now, you probably want a double, right, Jenny? No, we're going to go with a... <laughs> it's been a while. I don't think we need to embarrass me. No, no, I'll no, be the one just... coughing after because I can't, you oh, know. Oh, crap. You're out of water, so you don't have no, a chaser. No, we're good. I'm good. It's yeah, just I'm a little taste. We can give you a Coors Light for a chaser if you need it. it. Yeah, yep. That's a good smell. <clears throat> it is. Yeah. Well, All cheers. Right. Thanks so let's for being on. Yeah, let's do a quick cheers. Thank you for inviting me. Yep. Thank you, guys. Here we go. Yeah. I missed my mouth. You did? I, I wish. didn't see it. We oh, probably... hit that a hole in your mouth over It here. did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, that's smooth. It's that's true. the thing about it. Yeah. That is really... So I am the girl that cannot do just straight shots. Mm-hmm. So hopefully yeah, everyone listening either. understands like Cooper's Chase, that is smooth because I did not yeah. have a reaction. Yep. Yeah, that's an that easy That is drink. beautiful. A lot that of times I do drink. like a you know, after rocks, shake. <laughs> on the rocks with the cigar, it's perfect. I'll smoke a cigar I bet. right now. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. So good drink. Good so um, we were chatting about the handlebang guys. Um, we've been working with those guys. They made um, their particular product for us to gift uh, on behalf of them and us to you. So we've got this cool little setup. That's for me? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about that crazy thing right there? I'm, so like, you're gonna have to take I'm it home a and ton like of like different pieces to it. <laughs> then now I'm like, you're like what? Do I, how do I get in it? So can I'm gonna sound real dumb, but I'm like, I'm gonna take this home to Dean. He's gonna tell me what we can do with this. So, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so folks will have to check out the video feed that we do, and we're up and we're uploading a few things to YouTube. Yes, um, on the farm focused page for now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so but it's this holding beautiful. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yes. So what's you you are a marketing person, right? Yes. This is at heart. Yes. So you through can you can uh, appreciate this. So yes. these guys make a badass product. And then not only do they make a badass product, but their packaging is stupid cool. It is unique. Yeah, it's a- It's one thing that you're never going to forget because it's so there's two things that they're doing right with this. A, never going to forget it because I've never seen someone package something like this. Yeah. B, I need. I want to get inside this because I wasn't exactly sure what it was when you <laughs> yeah. handed it to yeah. me. Yeah. So that is the biggest way marketing-wise that you're going to get people is by being unforgettable, unforgettable, and make them curious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So would you call that? What do they say this is? Because this is like a palette, right? Kind of. Technically, yeah. mm-hmm. and like, they give you a crowbar. Yep, you got your little crowbar here to open. You want it up. me you have like to like bust it while we're here? Well, you can well, do it with your family. <laughs> so the this thing, is awesome. The though. thing <laughs> is, is that they built they built something cool, and not only is it cool, but like you said, like how do I even open this thing? They added a crowbar to the side of it, which is hanging like, and it's like a baby yeah. crowbar, which yeah. of course yeah. just on 
okay, maybe not as a guy, but as a female, I'm just like, ooh, a baby crowbar that I get to play with. Yeah, like, this is awesome. Like, yeah. I can use <laughs> this one. Yeah. And they stamp it all size. on the wood. It's great. So yeah. people need to. No, this order. is a very like unique, yeah. rustic. It's unique, rustic, fun. Just you're not gonna forget once you see yeah. something yeah. like that. The well done, For well sure. done, For out sure. of the Irish capital of Nebraska. Yeah, right. very, that's fitting. Right. That's right. very fitting. That's right. And so, if anybody's listening right now, uh, here within the next probably couple of weeks, we're gonna have the Handle Ben Boys on and chat with them about what they're doing and how they built this company and yeah. these kinds of things. But yeah. uh, Brilliant. Thank you. Good dude. Super yeah. cool. Thank yeah. you. Hope you enjoy that. Crack that open with your family. You're going to love those things. That's going to be a keepsake for probably the rest of your life. No, I'm excited. I'm actually thinking my fiance will try to steal what is inside of this because now I've seen the glasses that are included in there. I'm like, no, that mm-hmm. might just sit in my office. Oh. <laughs> and this might be my little... Those um, are for us on Friday. Exactly. After we go off the air. We're going to call yeah. this the timeout box. Ah. <laughs> oh my God, I When love you it. and I just I need to take it. a timeout. They need to get that branded. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. They need to get that branded on the side, the timeout time box. box. We're going to call it the timeout box. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Give yourself a timeout before someone else gives you one. Oh, that's yeah. Before good. you take another call, Andy. Yes. You need to take a timeout. <laughs> it is timeout yep. time. Yeah. Yep. Oh, Jenny, thanks for coming. This Thank was you fun. for inviting me. This was absolutely this was the best Monday I have ever had. Good. That's what we try to do. We Did try we to make... get you out of work early? Well, and it, it's actually, this is the fun part of my job. This is viewed as work. Okay, good. Because sure. I'm, I'm talking. Yeah. I'm making connections. Okay. We're, we're learning. Yeah, awesome. we're networking. Mm-hmm. So okay. this is essentially what I do in just different ways. Perfect. The, the Common Folk Podcast, we try to make Mondays right. Yeah, I would say so. You can't do it better than this. Got it. And it's yeah. a, right. it's well. a darn good name, the Common Folk Podcast. Yeah. It just sticks with you. That's what we are. I mean, yeah. I love it. And, and that's people that folk. listen. Yeah. Yep. Nothing common special, folk. just common. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, that's what. That, but that's been the fun part, Morgan. Like, man, everyone we talk to, they just consider themselves so common. But no, it's extraordinary. They got extraordinary well, stories. Well, the like people Jenny. we talk to, but I'm saying us, we're oh, just common. Yeah, we're just regular. Yeah, we're just regular. Jokes. Yeah. 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 I'm right there below average, actually. I'm like a C plus. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> but if you look throughout the course of history, it's the common people that actually created the most change. Get that's things right. done. That's Boom. right. That's right. Drop the mic. Don't. Boom. Don't, <laughs> don't drop the mic okay. is what I was about to say. <laughs> These are nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell too many people about that. We like to kind of fly under the radar. Well, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Your secret's yeah. safe with me right. and everyone else listening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Cool. Well, uh, man, it's been fun. Appreciate you coming, heading down here. Had a great conversation. I think folks will appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank very, you. Very, very, very much. This was yep. a privilege to be included in. So thank you. Cool. Cool. You guys, mm-hmm. anything else? I think it's a good one. Yeah. Yep. 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 Peace. All right. I'm going to hit this music. Later. All right. <laughs>